Hello and welcome to the Will Preach for Food podcast. I'm Doug and I am the pastor of Faith Lutheran Church based out of Shelton, Washington. We're a congregation of the Evangelical Lutheran Church in America. Thank you so much for tuning in. Today the topic is marriage. I've enlisted an expert in marriage, the Reverend Brenda Satram, to share our message today. Brenda is a Lutheran pastor, counselor, spiritual director. She's also been married to me for 31 years, and if that doesn't make someone an expert on marriage, I don't know what would. (laughs) So I invite you to listen to Brenda share a message that she's prepared for her cousin's wedding later this month. She's going to talk about how marriage is a gift, a choice, and a container. Brenda is the greatest blessing in my life, hands down. You know, it'd be an understatement to say that the institution of marriage has seen some changes over the last 50 years. But what hasn't changed is the mercy of God and the blessing of when two people team up to do life together. Anyway, I'll let her do the talking now. After I remind you that you can access more resources about marriage and more podcasts like this one at our website, www.faithshelton.org. I'll be, I'll be back after Brenda's message to wrap things up because as is the case in our marriage, I always want the last word. In all seriousness, God gets the last word and the first word too. So let's pray. Eternal God, our creator and redeemer, as you gladdened the wedding at Cana in Galilee by the presence of your son, so by his presence now, bring joy to this wedding. Look with favor upon Kelly and Donnie and grant that they, rejoicing in all your gifts, may at length celebrate with Christ the marriage feast which has no end. Amen. Dearly beloved, friends and neighbors, grace and peace be with you. Amen. I was delighted to get a call from my cousin Kelly a few months ago asking if I'd please preach and preside at her wedding. I said a happy yes. And then Doug asked if I'd do it for a podcast. And another church asked if I would go preach for them. So I'm practicing a lot. (laughs) And that's okay, because here we are in crazy days to be getting married. Welcome to the pandemic shutdown summer of 2020, when it isn't as fun as it used to be to do, well, anything. And these are crazy days to be married, be family, be human. (laughs) And that's you. We welcome all of you here at Faith Sanctuary, out in podcast land whenever you're listening, and at next Saturday's wedding. So now, here are the scriptures that run under and through these ideas. From Isaiah 55. Come, all you who are thirsty. Come to the waters. And you who have no money, come, buy, and eat. Come, buy wine and milk without money and without cost. Why spend money on what is not bread and your labor on what does not satisfy? Listen, listen to me and eat what is good, and you will delight in the richest of fare. God says that listening, listening to God's word is better than the richest of fare in this life. And then from John 4, where Jesus is talking to a Samaritan woman beside a well, he says to her, If you knew the gift of God and who it is that asks you for a drink, you would have asked him, and he would have given you living water. 
She said, he said to her again, everyone who drinks this water will be thirsty again. He means what's in the well. But whoever drinks the water I give them will never thirst. Indeed, the water I give them will become in them a spring of water welling up to eternal life. Sounds a lot like Isaiah, doesn't it? And then from Colossians 3, what Kelly and Donnie picked for their wedding. Therefore, as God's chosen people, holy and dearly loved, clothe yourselves with compassion, kindness, humility, gentleness, and patience. Bear with each other and forgive one another if any of you has a grievance against someone. Forgive as the Lord forgave you. And over all these virtues, put on love, which binds them all together in perfect unity. Let the peace of Christ rule in your hearts, since as members of one body you were called to peace, and be thankful. Let the message of Christ dwell among you richly, as you teach and admonish one another with all wisdom through psalms, hymns, and songs from the Spirit, singing to God with gratitude in your hearts. And whatever you do, whether in word or deed, do it all in the name of the Lord Jesus, giving thanks to God the Father through him. What beautiful words for a marriage or for life. Awesome. So three big ideas in and around this wedding. Marriage, including your marriage, whoever you are, is a gift, a choice, and a container to grow in. First, marriage is a gift, though not a gift everybody gets, and I want to be upfront about that. Some want marriage very much and don't receive it. Some of us become married, get married, but none of us keep it forever. In any group, then, there are stories of divorce, bereavement, and loneliness. In other words, there are tender hearts. Today is not what we expected. Wherever you are, whenever you are, there are loved ones missing, stuff's going on. At Kelly and Donnie's wedding, my Uncle Myron, who passed years ago, won't be there to walk Kelly down the aisle. But we know he'll be very near. So you of tender heart, in these trying days, know this. God knows what hurts. God loves you no matter what is or is not going on in your life, whether you can or can't receive it, for that matter. And it's my hope and God's desire that you be touched and blessed in this time together. So dearly beloved, on to marriage. So dearly beloved, let me tell you or remind you who've been married a long time as Doug likes to tell folks who ask how long we've been hitched, let me tell you that your marriage, both the institution and your particular relationship, is a gift from God to bless and serve each of you, your family, and the world. God's word crafts marriage with more care than any other relationship. It's not good that we be alone, so in the very beginning, God created a special lifelong partnership of mutual support and intimacy a model of healthy human love. For Doug and me, marriage has also been a laboratory, a place where we try stuff, learn stuff, bear with each other, 
forgive and get better at relating not just inside but outside our marriage. Being married made us better parents, though I think we should have trained a puppy before we tried kids. Why didn't anybody tell us that? Our marriage makes us better co-workers, friends, citizens. It's still doing that. Both Old and New Testaments offer marriage as a window into God's own faithful, forgiving, even relentless love and longing for humankind. At the end of time, humanity's reunion with God inspires the marriage feast which has no end. Have you ever been to a party you wished would never end? The marriage relationship is an awesome gift from God. So is your particular marriage. God gave each of you partners the eyes and hearts to see something wonderful in each other, who you are in your best and truest selves, that part of you that's tucked up with Christ in eternity. And, dearly beloved, God gave you the hope and courage to propose and say yes to your person. 31 years ago, my folks sent my person and me to a pre-marriage conference in Denver. After a nice lunch and a full sprint back to the food court where I'd left my purse hanging on a chair. And after learning the cash was gone, but the cards still there, and after the adrenaline rush eased, the speaker told us all to look at each other, take a deep breath and say, wow, God gave me you. So Doug looked at me and said, wow, God gave me you. And he's been saying it with love ever since. So there's my gift to you today. That phrase, wow, God gave me you. Give it a try with whoever's nearby, your marriage partner, your friend, or yourself in the mirror. Wow, God gave me you. Because we are gifts from God to each other and the world at our best and our worst every single day. And your marriage, if you're in one, is a gift. It's also work. Our Lutheran liturgy is blunt. Because of sin, our age-old rebellion, the gladness of marriage can be overcast, and the gift of family can become a burden. There will be moments, days, whole seasons, and even years when if you try, wow, God gave me you, you might get hit. (laughs) When it's like that, remember, your marriage is also a choice. Donnie and Kelly found a unity ceremony that's new to me, and I like it. At the wedding, each of them will pour a bottle of freshly distilled alcohol, symbolizing their potent individual lives, into a cask, symbolic of their marriage. The fiery spirits will mix and meld and mellow into whiskey, and when they're ready, they'll pop the bung. That's what you call a cork in a whiskey barrel. I learned it this week. They'll pop the bung and share the water of life called aqua vitae in Latin and whiska betha in Gaelic. Whiskey saved many lives as a sterilizer before they figured out how to make it drinkable. But you may have noticed that people aren't liquor. A well-seasoned cask will hold its brew till someone lets it go, but people? We choose in every moment whether we'll stay, love, learn, and grow or not. So a big part of love is choosing again and again, especially when we don't want to, to stay in the barrel of our marriage and lean in to our partner.
Thankfully, there's a third spirit in our barrel. Long before we meet and choose each other, God loves and chooses us, makes each of us holy and precious in God's sight. The one who loves us first, the living water, the spirit of life, (laughs) is the strongest spirit in our blend. So when we're hurt or sad or angry, when you are ashamed, despairing, maybe even so fed up you can't even remember what you loved about her or him, or maybe you can remember and you want to, but you still can't make it work, when it's like that, get a cup, pour a wee dram, and place it on the table as a call to parley. I have a quake, a Celtic whiskey cup used to drink the pledge of peace between warring clans and celebrate unity. Its genius is that to hold the handles on either side of the quake, you have to put down your weapons. The quake will be our gift to Donnie and Kelly, and I hope that during shaky, quakey times, isn't that just clever, they'll put it out, fill it up, light a candle, read and pray Colossians 3 and Romans 12, and then with Christ's spirit running in and through them, lean in and do the work. Sometimes we need more than just the two of us and God to get it done. Dearly beloved, we gather at weddings, now I'm talking to the crowd, to do more than witness and celebrate. We come to serve and to support. So think back on the weddings that you've attended this year and in years past. Will you also pledge to help your married friends and family lean in toward God and each other when the barrel of their marriage seems empty and dry? If so, please respond and say it out loud, yes, by the help of God. I'll have you know that as I say this, I am in relationship with folks who are struggling in their marriage, and it is hard to keep that pledge. But I will. And friends, if you're married and you are in need, beloved, you will always have help. Please do not be ashamed or proud to ask for it. Your marriage is a gift and one worth keeping. Wow, God gave me you. Your marriage is a choice made every moment, every day. Pull out your cup. Read the word of life, water, food, and lean in in the spirit of God that is with you. Your marriage is a container to grow in, to grow into. Christ's spirit inhabits your marriage. Christ's cross shapes it. Our marriages are cross-shaped containers. They are the form or shape for our lives. So if you've got a cask, um, I'll suggest to Donnie and Kelly that maybe they burn or paint a cross on the barrel. 
Uh, You probably don't. I don't either. But here's how it goes. Your relationship with God is first. Look up, look down. Keep on receiving the gift of love and life from God in Christ as best you can. Keep receiving the water of life and letting it flow through you. Keep releasing the junk that makes obstacles to good relating with God and with others. That's Colossians 3, 1 through 9. Not a part of the passage, but worth reading, worth living. And then as Christ fills and guides you and renews your hearts and minds, you'll naturally reach out as he did and he does. These are the descriptions we see in Colossians and in Romans, like Donnie and Kelly chose, where we love each other, friends and enemies where we experience compassion, kindness, humility, gentleness, and patience. This is the shape of Christ that reaches out to each other, the arms of the cross stretching out. I do hope you'll memorize Colossians 3, 1 through 17. I hope that everybody everybody memorizes your wedding passages. It's a beautiful thing to do. Because your marriage is a cross-shaped container, and they describe the shape. It's what we grow into for life. One last dear memory as I close. When my grandma Satram and grandpa Satram were passing, grandpa died first. And the loss of grandma's lifelong companion touched her And we saw in Grandma's grief the depth of their love, love they shared through 62 years of marriage. Grandma and Grandpa poured themselves into their marriage, journeying together with God through heartbreaking loss and fortunate gain, seasons of want and days of plenty. You can bet that they died and rose many times throughout those years. And they were faithful through sickness and health, until their last day. And they experienced God as faithful to them, even through all the hardship. So Grandma said over and over in the months before she joined Grandpa at Jesus' side, we've been so blessed, just so blessed. And it was true. Dearly beloved, May your marriages, may your relationships, may your families be so blessed, just so blessed. Amen. Thank you, dearly beloved for listening to this week's Will Preach for Food podcast. Thank you, Brenda, for your message today and your partnership in our life. Thank you, Chaz and Emily, for your tech and production work on this podcast. For more information about faith, as well as worship and study resources, you can go to our website, www.faithshelton.org. You can listen to or subscribe to this podcast through Spotify, Apple Podcasts, or any other way you listen to podcasts. Thank you, people of faith, for your love, for your prayers, for your financial support. Please share this message with a friend and consider making a financial gift to Faith Lutheran Church in Shelton, Washington using the link provided. 
I leave you with this benediction. The Lord God who created our first parents and established them in marriage, establish and sustain you, that you may find delight in each other and grow in holy love until death do us part. Amen.